time. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby, because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Pause up, pet pals. Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Today, we will learn how to tap into your indoor cat's inner hunter with tips from renowned veterinarian and inventor, Dr. Liz Bales. And later in the show, grab your remote and usher your canine pal to the couch. It's time to learn about dog TV from our guest, Becky LaBeach. First up, let's give pause and applause to one of my favorite veterinarians, Dr. Liz Bales. Yes, she is the inventor of Doc and Phoebe Hunting Snacker. It's a cat toy designed to truly work your kitties' brains and enrich their lives. And I'm just, I'm just jazzed to have you on the show, Dr. Liz. My my radio show. Woohoo! What do you think? Wow, we radio and YouTube, right? Yes, that's Let's right. That's right. You're getting a little extra fancy on me over here. I know, as my cat in the background is. Ah, oh, no, that's Casey. Oh, no, giving a bath. He's trying to tell me something. Do I have something on my face? <laughs> he won't say. It's a cat. He's a cat. <laughs> So let's let's just dive right in. I mean, you have a lot of credentials. I mean, she everyone, she's on the advisory board for this is the longest named association in the world, the American Association of Feline Practitioners, Cat Friendly Practice. Shoo! She's also on the advisory board for Fear Free Pets, which is a game-changing program designed to reduce fear, anxiety, and stress in cats and dogs. She's a major cat advocate. Can I say that word, cat advocate? Uh, I uh, trademarked it. Mm-hmm. You did? Okay, cool. <laughs> By the way, I trademarked it. You had to so, do it. Uh, you dig the cats and you dig yeah. bringing out the best in cats. Yeah. Um, so let's let's just dive right in. Um, C-A-T, they're not D-O-Gs, are they? Yeah. And you know, so people, every creature, it's hard to see outside yourself, right? Right. Like, this is how I do things. So this must be how everyone does things. <laughs> and, that and, ain't working in my book. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, we're having a little hard time with that right now. But yeah. what humans and dogs are more similar in how we do things and see the world. I often get asked the question, who's smarter, dogs or cats? Oh, and a dog gets smarter for a dog. And a cat is smarter for a cat. Dogs tend to please people more. So we're like, anyone who makes me happy and does what I say must be really smart, right? (laughs) (laughs) But cats are just amazing at being cats. We just... I'd like, I say this all the time, Arden, if you, if you ever had the experience where you go to get a cup of uh, orange juice and you just grab it and drink it, only it was milk Okay. or, you know, in somebody else's house, definitely not mine. You think you're getting a Diet Coke and it's a rum and Coke and you're like, Woo! <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that orange juice. 
But there's right. nothing wrong with that rum and coke. You were just expecting something else. Good analogy. Yes, good analogy. And That's so what we, what we haven't done a good job with is explaining what is a cat? What should you expect for a cat? What's normal and natural for a cat? And then when you understand that, all of this behavior of like, cats are mysterious, cats are resentful, all these myths that we're trying to work on, they, they go away and everything else makes sense. I like it. I mean, years ago, I wrote a couple of books uh, for cats and for dogs, and I described dogs. You're the veterinarian. I said, dogs put the D in drool, the O in obey, the G in goofy, and the S in seconds, please. But cats, <laughs> cats put the C in candid, the A in attitude, the T in tenacious, and the S in so what? And I want to tell you why. Okay, good. That's why I'm asking. You got the, you got the Vanna White initials after your name. Here's why. And this makes it so much more simple. So humans are a collaborative species. We are a pack right. animal. So, yeah. you know, whether it's working for you or not, we need each other to survive. Little reminder, everyone, just a little plug out there for kindness. We need each other to survive. We just do as humans. I agree. Dogs are the same. Dogs are a pack animal. So they need each other to survive or they would need their human, right? Like when your dog's in trouble. Oh yeah, like, Kona, wake up, Kona. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they, they will look to you for help and support. So it makes sense that they would obey because when they sit and please you or do a trick and please you, that's good for them. That keeps them safe, keeps them fed, keeps them protected. Okay, cats are really different. Cats are the only obligate carnivore that's a solitary hunter that lives with humans. Wow. Routinely lives with people. I mean, some people. Or agrees to maybe once live, live with yeah. people. So, so in nature, cats always hunt alone. You never see two cats bringing down a, a squirrel. I have, unfortunately, as a veterinarian, I have been to care for sheep that were attacked by packs of dogs. Ooh. And until you see the carnage, um, and I love dogs, but it, it's their behavior. One gets the front, one gets the back, and then they run it down and then they go for the guts. Okay. It's very coordinated, right? Like they didn't have to go to school for that. Right. Um, cats are not going to do that. Okay. Cats hunt, catch, play, and eat alone. The only time cats are going to eat together is when they bring food back to feed their babies when they're teaching them to hunt. So Dr. Liz, before we take a quick break, you probably have something in your arsenal, don't you? That can help us bring out the inter, inner hunter and even an indoor cat, right? Yeah, so every cat's a cat and they all have the same instincts. And the number one thing that cats do with their time yes. is hunt one cat in one day by themselves has to hunt, catch, play with, kill, and eat between eight and 12 mice every single day just to stay alive outdoors. So they've got this incredible, nature gives them this incredible drive. Can you imagine if you had to like shop for, cook, and then eat eight to 12 times every single day? No, I, I don't think <laughs> my body would blob over this whole screen <laughs> if I did that. I, hey, we're going to talk just, more about how we transition for the indoor cat and make sure we still keep that inner hunter and why it's important after we take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. So sit per, we'll be right back. Oh. 
Best ways to show your pet how much you love them is to take a pet first aid class. Arden Moore is a master certified pet first aid CPR instructor and founder of Pet First Aid for You. Very cool! These classes are fun and practical and feature pet safety dog Kona and cat Casey. No way! Yes, a real dog and cat teaching duo. Wait, Wait, what? All classes are veterinary approved and are available in person or via Zoom. Ready to sign up for a class? Sorry, it's it's just for people. Our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. Here's another helpful pet tip from your four-legged life host, Arden Moore. Pause up, pet pals. Lots of dogs love, love, love peanut butter. Be your dog's best health ally and read the label on the jar. Make sure that the peanut butter is not sugar-free. That means it contains xylitol. That's an artificial sweetener that is very dangerous when ingested by dogs. In fact, xylitol is 100 times more dangerous than the theobromine found in dark chocolate. Xylitol can cause seizures, liver failure, and even death in some dogs. I've been teaching pet first aid classes for a dozen years, and I am on a mission to help keep your dogs safe and happy. Happy. Spread the word about sugar-free peanut butter to your pet pals. Pause up. For even more Arden Moore, we are online at fourleggedlife.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, We're speaking with Dr. Liz Bales, and she is an amazing, renowned veterinarian. She is the creator of uh, the Doc and Phoebe line of products for kitties. We're going to talk about that. We've discussed about the outdoor cat and their need to eat all these mice. We got some uh, cats indoors living the life. Um, They're not eating mice. Hopefully, they're eating good, nutritious food, Dr. Liz. But why is it still important? to keep that mindset of being a hunter, even for the sweetest, laziest tabby in our indoor house. Yeah, even a cat with no teeth and no claws. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Pull a bird out of the sky. They're so cute that we think that they're stuffed animals sometimes right. because they're so cute and furry and look like teddy bears. But that is a costume that is on one of the most exquisite predators ever created. Very, very few species, lions, tigers, nothing. Oh my. And eat. (laughs) So mother nature, whether it's your house cat, whether it is, you know, something, I had a sphinx with no hair, like that's not outside that cat. He'd last 10 minutes. 
but he still has that incredible prey drive. He'll tell you, why are you resting, Casey? You're resting because it takes so much energy to hunt that Mother Nature said to you, when you're not hunting, you got to rest. Because if you miss that opportunity for your next meal, you could die. I feel this way myself every time I see ice cream. So I, I understand how they feel. But their, their body says, be ready for the hunt or rest. So when we bring them inside and we take away any ability for them to hunt, they're like, oh, I guess it's just resting then. Oh, and then that's not good. We create these really um, anxious couch potatoes that we're actually making sick. So let's get a couple of solutions. And I think that's what brought the inventor out of you. I mean, you're, you, you're definitely an amazing veterinarian, but you realized there was something else in, that you needed to give back to the, to the cats. So just bathed in every piece of veterinary literature is cats need to hunt, catch, and play with multiple right. small a day, about a tablespoon, eight to 12 times a day, or okay. less more times. And the, the seeking part of the hunt is most of it. Cats are pretty smart. The pounce and kill is a few seconds. Wow. And or pounce and now I'm going to play with you and then kill you. But <laughs> like how I used to date. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but the, um, the seeking is a huge part of it. And so when we feed them from a bowl, everything is wrong about that. It's too much. It's sedentary. Usually we have it pushed right up against the wall, which a cat hates. Right. Because if I'm a predator and I'm looking around all the time, if you make me eat like this where I can't observe my environment, that makes me anxious. Right. And I'm going to hunt and eat alone. And now maybe you have like three cats and a dog and we all got to be here eating together and everything's wrong about that. Cats yes. are so brilliant and adaptable that they'll do it but it's making them anxious wrecks and it is really destroying their health. And what I wanted to say to every cat lover out there, we spend so much time arguing with each other about what we're feeding cats when, and it matters, it does matter, but it's not what's making them sick. What's making them sick is the stress of not meeting their natural behaviors. So I had no intention of being an inventor, none whatsoever. <laughs> but what I'm hearing about how sick this is making our cats, and I'm a doctor, and I'm supposed to prevent them from getting sick, exactly. it's making them fat. And when, when they're in this chronic stress state, it affects every organ in their body. You know, when I was in vet school, I was stressed all the time. So I had GI issues. I might have urinary issues. I definitely had migraine headaches. Like, those hormones act everywhere in your body. And that's what it's doing to our cats. And there was nothing that existed to allow them to hunt, catch, play, and eat with multiple small meals a day. So if you remember anything I've said, <laughs> catch, play, eat, a, a ping pong ball portion, lots of times throughout the day. And I made it easy for you. So don't complain to me. Okay, I made so it we got a couple of minutes. So I want this is this is something I really dig, and I'm on on Team Liz Bales, Doc and Phoebe. You guys got to check it out. I have right in front of you for all you uh, YouTube fans. This is what she invented. One of the many things. It looks like a mouse. 
It's got a little hollow belly that you can put in some kibble. Tell us why this is a game changer for our cats. So the kit comes with three mice, just like that. Right. If you take the bowl and feed them exclusively in this hunt, catch, play, eat way of life, that's when you normalize their weight. Their skin gets better. Their GI issues get better. They stop peeing outside the litter box. Did you know, Arden, 70% of urinary disease in cats is from stress, not bacteria. Wow. So that's pretty you get three that's of those big number. Yeah. A bacterial, we say UTI, a bacterial UTI, the likelihood, if your cat is older than one and younger than 10, the wow. likelihood of a bacterial is less than 3%. I mean, from- this is really important, everyone, because cats are not going to come up to you and say, you know, cat B is really irritating me. I'm going to skip the litter box. They're going to do what they need to do to self-protect. And this is a powerful, powerful statistic. So I, we have a minute left. What is your parting message, Dr. Liz? Hunt, catch, play, eat. And give, let your cat be a cat. And that means they hunt alone, they eat alone. So people say, well, if I'm going to have my cat, you're going to take those three mice, put a scoop of food in them. Before you go to work, hide them around the house. Before you go to refill them and hide them around the house. You have five cats. Guess what? You get five kits. (laughs) Because how many people with five cats know which cat is eating what out of the shared bowl? Don't. And actually, it makes you feel comfortable back to the beginning because you're a bull eater. You're a communal. So you're like, whoa, we've, what if we take away the bull? Please, they're begging you to take away the bull and let them hunt for their food. And this is how you do it. Hunt, catch, play, eat. Every meal that's served to a cat is a missed opportunity to meet their behavioral needs. Amen, sister. Amen, sister. We're speaking with Dr. Liz Bales. I really hope we can, you will come back, right? Because we got a lot of other topics we're going to have you on the show. As I always say, anything for you. <laughs> well, that's very nice. Hey, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to find out about dog TV. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. You need even more Arden Moore? We're online at fourleggedlife.com. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four Legged Life Show. Our next guest is the CEO of Dog TV. I wonder if that's canine extraordinaire. I don't know. And she's a longtime friend of mine. She truly is tuned in to how to bring out the best in our dogs. And yes, even cats on occasion. Please give pause and applause to the top dog at Dog TV, Becky LaBeach. Hey, Becky, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for that great intro. I love talking to you. Well, I want people to know Dog TV. It's the first television channel dedicated to dogs as viewers. And oh, yeah, they have programs on the channel for us humans, too. And you can watch on your favorite streaming device, uh, cable, satellite provider, 24-7. Correct. I mean, what's your elevator pitch when you say what Dog TV is, Becky? What do you tell people? Dog TV is the science-backed um, 
first channel that was created, as you mentioned, specifically for dogs to help provide relaxation and enrichment in their lives. So yes, to your point, we're 24-7. We are all the time all about enriching the lives of dogs. It helps a lot with, um, with some dogs to relax them with some mild anxiety and just give them a better life. Well, I'm just thinking years ago, I'm really dating myself. You know, Lassie, when I was in the womb, I wasn't even born yet, lying. Um, you know, it was black and white TV and Timmy was saving. Well, I guess Lassie was doing more heroics than Timmy. But I bet dogs back then were even sort of paying attention to the old black and white shows on our TV. We just didn't know that. Now go to high def and dogs being definitely part of the family. It seems like uh, there couldn't have been a better time than now to have dog TV. Well, actually, they couldn't see the old tube TVs. The, they actually see in a higher refresh rate than we do. So okay. it wasn't until the advent of all these new um, TVs with the LED and the high definition and all of that, that now they can actually see the, the TV. It's delivered in a much higher rate. So, um, yeah, they can definitely see it now. And, and black the, and, and the, white is yeah. kind of, they don't see in black and white either. It's, it's, they're, they're colorblind. They see in black, white, and hues of gray and white and yellow. So, and, and blue. Wow. Yellow and blue. So any sport team out there is going, woof, woof. Cheers for us. You know right? that <laughs> as, as former Charger fans, we have all the dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We both loved it when it was San Diego chargers the football team but let's talk about that because you said the term the double modifier science-based so this isn't you just thinking maybe our dogs would like it there's an art to the science of knowing how dogs view life and how they will respond to a tv absolutely so dog tv was based on 60 different research studies and we grabbed one of the best in the in the world, uh, Dr. Nicholas Dodman helped us out. He is the, at the time he was the head of animal behavioral sciences at Tufts University, and he took his team and you know really delved into what dogs want to see, what they react to, what hearing, what sound, what musical uh, cadence really helps them. And from there, we brought the rest of our advisors together. We've we had some great ones and still do. Victoria Stillwell was uh, world it's winning. It's me or the dog? Did I do that yes. right? <laughs> <laughs> We've had Dr. Marty Becker as an advisor and all these folks really helped us to develop the content. And then we went out and tested it. And back in the day when we first launched, we tested it against Animal Planet. We tested it against CNN and no TV at all. And overwhelmingly, the dogs were attracted to dog TV. One, because we edit it um, so that they can actually see it better. So color adjusting so that they can see. We have sound frequencies that go throughout the channel and the music is actually composed for the channel. So it's all based on the research and the science. Um, So how long have you been on the air now? Well, we Rough. launched in San Diego alone just for, we were, we were testing it out there. That was 10 years ago. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I mean, we're talking with Becky LaBeach. She's the CEO at Dog TV. I dig Dog TV. Um, shamelessly, I'm drinking my coffee. It's Kona <laughs> coffee and a Dog TV mug with my dog, Kona. What do you think of that, Becky? <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. I should have mine out here. I don't have it. Well, the science and doctor, these, these are heavy hitters, everyone. Let's just take them up one at a time. Dr. Nicholas Dodman, uh, he's got a, a veterinary degree. He's got a doctorate in pharmacology. Uh, I used to be the editor of Catnip, which was published through Tufts University's School of, uh, of Medicine. and got to hang out with Dr. Nicholas Dodman. He's got that Scottish brogue, I guess. And then Victoria Stilwell, an accomplished, one of the very top animal dog behaviorist trainers on the planet. And you, you mentioned also Dr. Marty Becker, creator yeah. of the Fear Free program. And he was our very first guest, everyone, on this radio show. And so you, you went for the big, big bats. Absolutely. We wanted what's best for the dogs. We wanted the research and we've done the studies. We've done other studies um, since then, most recently. Um, you know, all the studies that we are seeing are actually showing us when we test dogs, either in shelters or in a home environment, that dog TV actually lowers the cortisol levels in dogs, which is that stress level. Yeah. Um, different, you know, different levels with different dogs, depending on the type of anxiety they might have. But, you know, it doesn't, we like to say dog TV can never hurt your dog. It can only help. <laughs> and, and, and I like that because stress hormones can, can really do a number on us two-leggers as well as dogs and cats. And I think the science backing is good too. I mean, years ago, you were in the world of, of cable TV, I believe, right? Yeah. So did you ever imagine you would one day be a CEO of a dog channel? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome, though. Well, it's kind of funny. I joked 10 years ago, I actually helped launch this and people looked at me like I was crazy. About three years ago, five years ago, people started when I told them about dog TV. They said, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. I really think five years from now, the way the trends of the industry and the humanization of pets and how we consider pets as part of our family, dog TV. Well, of course, I have a TV channel for my dogs. So we were almost ahead of the game. We were ahead of times. And now the times are catching up with us, which is great. And how do you deal with that? Because it is sometimes it's a challenge to be ahead of the curve, but it's always good to be a little ahead of the curve. We, um, it's a lot of education. So it really does take time to educate people. You know, dogs don't just walk up to the TV, sit down and start watching like we do. And people need to understand that. And, you know, dog TV is, we get pictures every day from, from people sharing that their dogs are watching it, enjoying it. But a dog doesn't actually even have to watch to enjoy it or to get some benefit out of it. The sounds just by virtue of blocking out other noises and, and things that could stress them out in the background, just having the, the TV on with the music in the background can help them as well. Well, we're speaking with uh, Becky LaBeach. She's the CEO at Dog TV. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to dive even deeper into Dog TV. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. 
And you know, Arden doesn't really like to strut her stuff on the catwalk, so we'll do it for her. Through the years, Arden has won countless writing awards in the annual CWA contests, as well as the Dog Writers Association of America. Her latest books, A Kid's Guide to Cats and A Kid's Guide to Dogs, won top children's book honors by the CWA and DWAA. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. We're proud to let you know Arden is driven to live out her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. We're talking with my buddy, Becky LaBeach. She is the CEO of Dog TV. It's not just turning on your TV or your device and seeing something on the screen. You actually have a whole lineup of programs that are for dogs in different aspects, but you also have some shows for us humans. So um, I think I, your goals were, help me out, because you're the CEO, Stimulate, relax, expose. Is that kind of the tri-fold mission of Dog TV? Yeah, we have different segments on the channel. um, And they're actually delivered in a cadence uh, based on a dog's day cycle. So, you know, they might see the relaxation content later at night, in the middle of the day when we're trying to relax them. In the morning, you might want to, you know, pique their interest, get them up and moving and and interested, and and that's where the uh, stimulation comes in. And then throughout the day, what's really important, especially for for dogs that either haven't gotten out much, new puppies, all sorts of different things, dogs with different uh, reaction to to things, is the exposure. So we have exposure segments for fireworks, for vacuum cleaners, for, you know, just yeah, because you want them not to have noise day. phobias, right? You're trying exactly. to help them deal with the thing because they hear us like a hundred thousand. What is it? A hundred thousand times better than us? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably two hundred thousand times better than me. <laughs> but yes, um, you know they they react to things. So the more we expose them to it and in a safe environment, the better off they'll be when they actually encounter it and firsthand. So we've talked about what your goals are to do the stimulate, relax, expose for the dog. But you've got humans chomping at the bit to see something yes. cool on dog TV. So can you highlight a little of some of the, the guests that you have that are regulars that uh, do some certain segments? Absolutely. Well, a number one guest we have is Arden Moore. Oh, come on. No, no, no. <laughs> We love having Erden on the channel. And so part of what we do for the humans is uh, two different things. One, it's more short content, um, tips, things to help pet parents be better pet parents and educate them in a fun way. Um, So that's one area. And then we have some more longer form shows that you can watch, half hour shows um, that you would see on any other platform like Netflix or Hulu. Um, One of them that we just recently released was The Dog Chef. And um, Chef Kevin Matthews is the dog chef. And that's Kevin with a Y. 
That's yes, pretty awesome. Kevin with a Y. Okay, <laughs> Kevin. He's the dog chef. And he goes in and shows you how you can cook for your dog based on different issues they might have, uh, nutritional issues. Maybe they've got obesity issues, whatever it is. And he creates different, uh, he goes to people's homes and cooks with them. So there's that. We also have another fun show called Pause for Love, featuring a couple that actually sold everything that they owned to live in an RV and travel the country to uh, put out the good word about therapy dogs. And we see their journey across the country. And that's Pause for Love. The other one that we have that's more longer form that you can really get and watch with your dog or, you know, learn new things is a show called uh, Be Active with Lauren Atibo, who's a, a well-known um, dog trainer as well, where she, and I actually got to go. We I like Laura. To, uh, Laura's a great yeah. gal. Yeah. We went up to Lake Tahoe and filmed all these different things you can do to be active with your dog. So it's everything from agility to uh, stand-up paddle boarding, which I learned up there with my dog. To, really? Yeah, antler hunting to you name it, uh, enrichment games, all of these different things. And it's all on the channel. You're getting the message out and you do some creative ways to get the word out about dog TV. You're a globetrotter. I mean, I, I don't even want to even look at your passport. Is it like stuffed to the gills with stamps or name some places some that you've been in the last maybe six months? In the last <laughs> month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a little tough. Um, we are available internationally with our direct-to-consumer streaming app. So you can download Dog TV and watch it on any streaming device, which means we're available all over the world. We have an office in Tel Aviv, Israel. So I have been there three times since the end of COVID. Wow. And I also managed to spend a night in Montreal. <laughs> Where else have I been this past? Oh, I've been to Greece. I've been to, uh, I got stuck in Brussels. <laughs> what a bummer. As long as you didn't have to eat sprouts, I think you're okay. No, they have some really good chocolate there. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I enjoyed my time there. So yeah. And then a lot of, um, a lot of things going on in the U.S. as well. We're really focused on, on making sure that um, as many dogs as possible and pet parents know about dog TV and reap the benefits that are out there. So that brings me to a recent uh, trip you made. Mm -hmm. And I think this is smart strategy. Uh, you went to an apartment association conference. Absolutely. It's called apartmentalize and it's an annual conference put on by the national association of national apartment association. Okay. And you know, you'd go there and you think of what, what are people looking for? They're looking for, you know, pool resources and, and, rental this and rental that. But what's starting to happen now, especially with the housing market, the way it is, people yeah, are way up there. Move, yeah, they're needing to move into apartments, but they've got pets. So we need to make the apartments pet friendly. Now, okay. I don't know if anybody else has lived in an apartment lately, but when I lived there, you've always got the dogs that are home alone all day long that are sitting there just <laughs> <laughs> We would like to make dog TV an amenity for everybody in pet-friendly apartment buildings. I Let's love it. Make the dogs more comfortable. And, and that's something we're going to work towards in the coming year to make sure. I don't know if you're familiar, but Michelson Found Animals. It's an organization that is leading a, a, a program about pet-inclusive housing along with HABRI, the Human Animal Bond Research Institute. Yeah, and I want to say that it's H A. 
BRI. Go ahead. These two major organizations are leading the way to pet inclusive housing. And so we want to make sure we're, we're part of the conversation so that, you know, we're setting the dogs up to be successful in all these apartment homes. So that the guy next door that's got no dogs or anything, we don't bother him all day. He's just really happy to come out and pet Fido when he sees them and he's not mad at him for barking all day. No, you're part of the solution. And I, I, that's what's driving, I think, the success of dog TV is, and this is sort of a cat reference, you're kind of thinking outside the litter box and, <laughs> and you're, you're doing some creative ways and making some creative strategic alliances. And I did tease people and said, you did go to the cats a little bit this time on dog TV. You want to share about that? We got about a minute left. Okay. So we recently had um, cat week and we <laughs> featured experts in the world. You know, we know that 25% of households have both dogs and cats in them and cats can also benefit from dog TV. So we Mine actually do. <laughs> created content that was dog free, that was uh, focused for the cats and brought in some great experts like Arden, like Amber Aquar, a dog trainer that's fantastic with dogs and cats, and Dr. Adam Chrisman um, to bring in tips to help people with their cats and their dogs. So I love it. I, I think that I hope you do it every year during Cat Week. Oh, I think it's worth definitely. it because you know my cats and my dogs love each other and mm -hmm. they're part of my family. And speaking of that, I would be in trouble. Can you give a shout out to your personal four-leggers? Oh, of course. My buddies, I have two dogs, Walter and Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> hey, football fans, did you get it? Did you get it? <laughs> Walter is my big pit bull and Peyton is my little Senji Jack Russell. And guess who rules the house? The Jack Russell. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're speaking with Becky LaBeach. She's the CEO at Dog TV for the home alone dogs while you're working and other times there is a channel for them now and they're able to channel their thoughts, their feelings, their emotions in a very positive way. Did I do that right? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, I want to thank you all for tuning in today. I want to thank our special guest. We had Dr. Liz Bales talking about bringing out the inner hunter in your cats and Becky LaBeach talking all about dog TV. I also want to thank our wonderful sponsor, Tevra. They make a lot of great pet products. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in. And to all the stations airing our show from coast to coast, I just heard a rumor that we just added six new stations in the last week. Woo, 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 keep it going. So until next time, this is Arden Moore saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, pause up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.